عليكم وعليكم السلام ورحمة الله وبركاته إمام فؤاد what a pleasure it is for us to be um, kicking this conversation off as well um, Alhamdulillah obviously some of us uh, uh, we, we're we're both tackling two different subjects today and we're going to be posting both of these today um, we started in the past a series called Transmission and it was an opportunity for us to step away from Transform by Worship and start some of the current events and maybe the hadith that are quoted about them or the narrations that we find in our traditions about them and then dive a little bit deeper into them, right? Mm-hmm. So I have that a while ago, probably several weeks back, we did an episode on, you know, what do we say about Rajab? Mm-hmm. So you can check that episode out as well. And we also did an episode right at the beginning of when this coronavirus issue was really picking up, COVID-19. Mm-hmm. That was also several weeks ago. And we said, you know, what do we say about coronavirus? Mm-hmm. So we wanted to, you know, continue that series and take this opportunity to talk about um, narrations, transmissions that have reached us mm-hmm. from our previous uh, you know, uh, leaders, predecessors. Mostly we're focusing on the hadith of the Prophet wasallam. but uh, we'll continue expanding the series. And today, there's a number of questions we want to dive into. Mm-hmm. Um, it's in particular around the, the month of Shaban, but specifically maybe the middle of Shaban. So... Maybe maybe tell start us off with some of the things that uh, you've been hearing about so far, or maybe maybe the authentic narrations that actually are out there about the middle of Shaban. Okay, inshallah. Before we start about you know the the middle of Shaban, I think it would be good to just give a, a general understanding of this month. Okay, uh, this month is you know the eighth eighth month of the Islamic calendar. As you know, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala He ordained that there be twelve months. Uh, in in the year, and this is the eighth month, right before the month of Ramadan. It is a month in which the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam would spend majority of it fasting, and the reason, you know, he gives the reason why he used to fast. There's a hadith of uh, Osama bin Zaid radiyallahu anhu. He told the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam while you know during the month of Shaaban, he says, "Lam araka tasum min shahrin min al-shuhuri ma tasum min Shaaban." That I see you fasting so much in this month. Compared to other months, so the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he said, Ramadan." So he tells him, "This is a month in which the people are heedless about between the month of Rajab, which was sacred in the times of Jahiliyyah and even in our times, it is from the four sacred months, and the month of Ramadan. And we know how busy we are going to be in, you know, worshiping Allah subhanahu wa taala." So he says, "This is a time people are heedless of this month because it comes between these two months." And this is the month in which our deeds are taking up to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And, and the Prophet ﷺ, he said, you know, I love that my deeds be taken up to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala while I am in the state of fasting. So you have this hadith from Usama bin Zayd that is found in uh, the Muslim of Imam Ahmed. Then you have two hadith from uh, Aisha radiallahu anha. And one from Umm Salama radiallahu anha. These are the wives of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that are found in Sahih al-Bukhari and Sahih al-Muslim. Aisha radiallahu anha, she says, كان رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يصوم حتى نقول لا يفطر. That the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would fast so much until we said he's not going to spend a day without fasting. 
And he would spend so many days not fasting, we would say he's not going to be fasting. And I did not see the Prophet complete the fasting of a month, except in the month of Ramadan. And I did not see any other month in which he would increase the you know, the amount of fasting that he would do, except in the month of Sha'ban. So he would complete one complete month in Ramadan of fasting. And when you compare his fasting to any other month, the one that he does in Sha'ban would be more. Then the hadith of Umm Salama, she says, مَا رَأَيْتُ النَّبِيَّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ شَهَرَيْنِ she says, you know, Umm Salama, she says, I did not see the Prophet وسلم, fast two complete months, one after the other, except for Sha'ban and for Ramadan. Then uh, there's a hadith of Abi Salama from Aisha that uh, uh, Aisha radiallahu anha says, Ma ra'aytu nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam fi shahrin akthara siyaman minhu fi Sha'ban. That she did not see the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam fast any month outside of, you know, outside of Sha'ban. The one that she would fast, he would fast the most in, would be the month of Sha'ban. Then she said, "Kana yasumuhu illa qalila," that he would fast all of it except for a little bit. Bal kana yasumuhu kullu. And then she said, "In fact, he used to fast all of it, right?" So you have these uh, different hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam where he would spend the month of Sha'ban fasting. He would spend majority of the month of Sha'ban fasting. And there's another hadith where Aisha radiallahu anha, she says this was the most beloved month to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam to fast. If it was you know, uh, the most beloved to him to fast outside of Ramadan. You have a hadith from Ata, you have a hadith from Ibn Abbas, you have a hadith from uh, you know, different companions of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam talking about his fasting in Sha'ban and how much he used to fast uh, during the month of Sha'ban. Now he told us the reason why he fasts, right? It is three reasons. One, it is a month in which people are, you know, heedless of. He saw that in the time of Jahiliyyah, people would go and they would perform Umrah. They would do good deeds in the month of Rajab. Because this is from the months where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Minha arba'atun hurum. From the 12 months, there are four that are <laughs> sacred. So there's this month uh, of Rajab there. So he sees people are, you know, venerating that month. Then the month of Ramadan comes. When the month of Ramadan comes, we, you know, the Muslims, we know how we are in that month. So the month that comes before it, of course, people are, are, are not going to give it as much attention. So the Prophet ﷺ used to give it extra attention. So you have that, that, that reason. And then number two, our yearly deeds that we perform, the deeds that we do on a yearly basis are going to be taken up to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, this does not mean that Allah doesn't know until they're taken up to him, but the account that the angels write down, they go and they submit it. Even though Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala already knows, uh, the angels go and they take it to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for you know, it to be prepared for us. This is, so the Prophet this he says this is the second reason. The third reason is he loves for his deeds to be taken up while he's fasting. And you can see in you know, the other fasting that the Prophet would do when he fasts Monday and Thursdays. The reason he fasts on Monday, this was the day that he was born, the day that you know revelation was sent to him. The reason he fasts Thursday, our weekly deeds are taken up to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on you know the day of Thursday. So he loves his deeds to be presented to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala while he is in the best state a slave can be to his master. 
which is fasting for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this is, you know, generally uh, the, the virtues of, of the month of, of uh, Sha'aban. Now, questions have come. Uh, majority of the questions that I have gotten the past couple of days have to do with uh, two things. Fasting the three white days of the month of Sha'aban. Fasting uh, the, the latter half of the month of Sha'aban. And half of the middle of Sha'aban. You know, Nisf Sha'aban or Bara' Sha'aban as some people call it. The, the half point of Sha'aban and the virtues that the night has and what we are able to do and what we should do. So these are, you know, the general questions that I have been getting. Which one do you want me to start on with? Rashad. Yes. Uh, so, so let, let me see if I can, if I can break down some of what you've shared so mm -hmm. far, and then we'll jump into the questions, okay. right? So I'm understanding so far that fasting in Shaban is, um, is not just, you know, a nice thing to do. It's from the Sunnah of the Prophet Wasallam. So much so that he, uh, it was seen as though he was, you know, almost fasting the entire month. And <clears throat> I find it interesting because, like you said, so many people often will. I would imagine that, you know, I should I should get ready for you know Ramadan by not fasting in Shaban. Mm -hmm. So it's very interesting that it's a it's a means of preparation in and of itself, uh, which I think when when you experience the value of it. Everyone who's, who's fasted the first day of Ramadan immediately knows what the value was in fasting before Ramadan mm -hmm. because you feel how difficult it is usually to break out of that routine on the first day. It's difficult to actually be able to adjust and have uh, a healthier experience. Like you might have a coffee hangover or whatever it might be. You know, if it's caffeine, that's something that you normally have. So uh, I like that, um, that there's something we can learn from the lesson the example of the Prophet peace be upon him. But it's nice also to know that there is something about uh, that time and how the Prophet wanted to be, um, you know, prepared or or in front in his best state, in the most in the highest state that he could be in when these significant events are happening uh, in the universe. Although we can't fully grasp any of them, but on the simple fact that we we don't know, we can't necessarily explain it. But we know that there is something happening here where some, where our lives, our actions are being presented. And everyone knows when you're about to stand up at work and receive, uh, you know, a, either give a presentation or receive recognition bef before the work that you've done. Everyone likes to prepare themselves and to be in sort of the, the best, mm -hmm. you know, internal, external state in front mm -hmm. of people. So that's a beautiful kind of uh, resonates, I think, with this idea. Um, and of course, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is always, you know, aware and seeing our actions. But yeah, let, when you talk about these different categories of questions, let's see if we can knock a few of the uh, the straightforward ones out the way before we move on to uh, some of them that I think are a little more dif difficult to approach or people might have more misunderstandings about. So the question of um, what to do in the middle of Shaban is mm -hmm. one thing. Uh, and we made it clear that let's first maybe tackle what we can do throughout Shaban. So I got so far that you can fast as much of it as you'd like. There is no limitation mm -hmm. necessarily. And so, so that one's clear. You can also, and that's, I think the main question about that aspect of Shaban as a whole. Um, when we talk about the particular three white, uh, three nights, uh, in the middle mm -hmm. of Shaban, 
why does that even come up as a question? Like where, where are the sources or what are the things that bring people um, to talk about these three nights in particular? So these three nights you have, you know, outside of the month of Sha'ban, you don't really have a problem with them because the Prophet it is proven that he used to fast three days and he used to command the companions to fast the three days. There's a hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam where he said, you know, a description of him. They said, كان رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم لا يفطر أيام البيض في حضر ولا في صفر. That the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he would not, you know, break the fasting of the white days. Whether he was traveling or whether he was uh, a muqim, a person that is in his locality. Hmm. So he would not break the fasting of the three days. The three days and the reason why they're called the three days these are the days where in the lunar calendar, the 13th, the 14th, and the 15th, when they're white because this is when you have the full moon. Right? You have the full moon, so you, you call it the white nights because it brightens up you know, the, the, rest of, uh, the rest of the nights. So the Prophet right. وسلم, used to fast these three days. And there's another hadith where it says, كَانَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ يُؤْمَرُنَا بِصِيَامِ أَيَّامِ الْبِيضِ that the Prophet ﷺ used to command us to fast the three white days. And these three days, again, are the 13th, 14th, 15th of every month. Now, why should a person fast, you know, these three days? The Prophet ﷺ, he says, fasting three days out of the month, it is as if you have fasted the whole month. So a person that fasts every three white days in a single year, it is written as if he fasted every single day of that year. Right, so this is something that you know we need to uh, practice and do, but the issue comes in the month of uh, the, the month of Sha'ban, where the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, an authentic hadith from Abu Hurairah radiyallahu anhu, he says, "إذا كان نصف من شعبان فلا تصومو حتى رمضان." The Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he says, "When the middle uh, point of uh, of Sha'ban comes, do not fast until the month of Ramadan." So the question that I have been getting is, can I fast on the 15th day or even on the 16th day, even though it's after the mm. prohibition of the Prophet ﷺ? You know, the Prophet ﷺ told us not to fast after the, uh, until Ramadan comes, once you get to the middle point. Now, my response to them has been that, you know, this hadith, it is an authentic hadith. It is a hadith that uh, is found in the jami' of uh, At-Tirmidhi, the Sunan of Abi Dawood, the Sunan of Ibn Majah. And it has been authenticated by Ibn Hibban and Al-Hakim and Al-Tahawi and Ibn, uh, Ibn Abdul Bar. And even Shaykh Al-Bani, rahimahullah, he authenticated this hadith. But uh, there are some people that have rejected this hadith. You know, they've said this is a, a weak hadith, it is a strange hadith. And it goes against uh, other hadith of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. From them, you have uh, Imam Ahmed, rahimahullah, he, you know, he rejected this hadith. And the reason he gives is there's a hadith in uh, Sahih al-Bukhari where the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says لا تقدموا رمضان بصوم يوم ولا يومين Do not follow up the fasting, uh, you know, do not fast a day or two days before the month of Ramadan. So Imam Ahmed, he says that if this hadith, this is a hadith authentic that is found in the Sahih of Imam Bukhari, it means that three days before the month of Ramadan, I can fast. The prohibition lasts on two days or a day. So this hadith goes against, you know, fasting after uh, the half of Ramadan. Imam al-Tahawi, rahimahullah, uh, when he talks about this hadith, he says that this hadith, it's, it's been abrogated 
And he even says there's consensus that this is not a hadith that we act upon. And he says, He says, majority of the scholars, they are of the opinion that you do not act, act upon this hadith, right? Because uh, this hadith goes against the other hadith that we talked about of the Prophet ﷺ fasting the majority of uh, of the month of Sha'ban. But you still have scholars, uh, Imam al-Shafi'i and his teacher, Wakir, they took this hadith and they follow it uh, and they say that a person that does not regularly fast cannot fast, uh, you know, the last half of uh, the last half of uh, the month of Sha'ban. But the majority of scholars, they say that this hadith is, you know, it 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 has to be rejected and it cannot be acted upon because it goes against the Prophet sallallahu fasting the month of Sha'ban, right? Majority of the month of Sha'ban and majority is is for sure it's more than half, right? Nobody can sit here and say that mm-hmm. he he fasted only the first fifteen days. That is, you know, th- that is very far from uh, what far means, right? So uh, this right. he says, وَيُرُدُّ هَذَا صِيَامُ النَّبِيِّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ شَعْبَانَ كُلُّهُ أَوْ أَكْثَرَهُ وَوَصَلَهُ بِرَمَضَانَ He says this, this hadith is, you know, rejected because it goes against the Prophet Sallallahu fasting majority of Sha'ban or fasting all of Sha'ban or even the Prophet Sallallahu connecting it to the month of uh, uh, the month of Ramadan. So this is the question, you know, that uh, people have been asking. Hopefully, this answers it. Again, majority of the scholars are of the opinion that you can fast the last half of the month of Sha'ban, and that this hadith it's it's been abrogated, and that uh, majority of the scholars they do not act upon it. But you do find, uh, you know, scholars that do act upon this hadith uh, from them, Imam Shafi'i rahimahullah and his teacher Wakir. They act upon this, and uh, and the companions of Imam Shafi'i they would act upon this hadith. So that's the that's the first question. Now the next question comes is, you know the the halfway of the month of Sha'ban, and right. this is going to. So let's okay. I think we'll let's go about it two ways. Let's talk about the authentic ahadith regarding the half of uh, the night of Sha'ban, because that is always easier, right? To bring the authentic hadith. Then after, we'll talk about things that have been introduced and other hadith which are rejected that do with uh, uh, half of Sha'ban. There's a hadith from uh, Abu Musa al-Ash'ari عنه, that is found in the Sunan of Abi Dawood, Sunan of Ibn Majah, Ibn, uh, Sunan of Ibn, uh, Ibn Abi Asim, Waddaruqutni, uh, and uh, Al-Bayhaqi. That this this hadith uh, says that the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam says, "Inna Allah la yatliu fi laylat nusf min shaban, fayghfir li jami'i khalqihi, illa al-mushrik aw mushahin." It says that Allah subhanahu wa taala descends at the half point of uh, Shaban, the night, the night of the basically the fifteenth of Shaban, He comes down, fayghfir li jami'i khalqihi, and that Allah subhanahu wa taala He forgives all of His creation. Except al-mushrik, one that is associating partners with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, or a mushahin. A mushahin is someone that has, uh, you know, evil feelings towards another person, right? You have, you know, a with someone or you have, there are problems between you and him. So if you have this, you fall into the category of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not forgiving you on this night. And this is similar to what happens on the day of Thursday. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he does not accept, you know, the deeds. Our deeds will not be taken up to him if there's something between you and a brother of yours in deen. Until you fix it, your deeds are being suspended. 
right? Your needs are not being taken up. Mm -hmm. So this is, you know, it, it shows us the importance of, you know, having a pure heart towards one another. Then there's another hadith from Abdullah ibn Umar radiallahu anhuma, and this is found in uh, the Muslim of Imam Ahmed, uh, Munzir ibn Huwaya, and it has been authenticated by uh, a lot of scholars. Where the Prophet sallallahu says, يَطَّرِعُ Allah عَزَّ وَجَلْ That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he comes down إِلَىٰ خَلْقِهِ لَيْلَةً نُصْفِ مِنْ شَعْبَانِ during the halfway point, the night of the 15th of uh, the month of Sha'ban, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he forgives all of his servants, except two of them, a mushahin, again, you know, a person that uh, holds uh, animosity towards uh, another brother, and a person that, you know, is has killed a person, you know, wrongfully. So these two hadiths of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, they are authentic. They are, you know, sahih hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on that night, he is going to forgive uh, people, all of his creation, uh, except for two types of people. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us from uh, being in those two categories. Now, what happens is, after this, there comes a lot of uh, weak hadith on what we should be doing inside of this day in, or inside of the night of, uh, of Ramadan, um, the, the half point of the month of Sha'ban. And you have mm -hmm. people that would spend the day fasting, people that would spend the night praying. Right? This is generally what they do. And they, they have you know, uh, different prayers that uh, people pray specifically for this night from them is you have a salah that has six six rakahs where it says you know the reason you pray this this rakah salah is you're praying to protect you know uh, calamities and hardships and for you to have long life and for you to be free from the people you know to be wealthier than uh, the people have so this is the prayer that you know with six rakahs that people pray and people read Surah Yateen uh, in this night, and they make dua in uh, in this night. And then they make a special dua that is specific for this night only. So these are some of the things that, uh, you know, it's made uh, people do that is not from the Sunnah of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam during the, the halfway of, uh, of the month of Ramadan. Then on top of that, you have people that have, taken some ayahs of the Quran, some some early Mufassireen, and even from our times, where they take uh, the uh, ayah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, where he says, Inna anzalnahu, uh, and when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, we revealed it, talking about the Quran, uh, min sha'ban. They said this was, this is revealed in the, you know, the, the halfway point of the month of Sha'ban. And this is... Mm -hmm. This is, you know, bottle. This is falsehood because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he did not reveal the Quran in the month of Sha'ban. Right? Allah says, That we revealed the Quran in the night of uh, of Qadr. And we know Laylat al-Qadr is uh, in the month of Ramadan. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also says, Ramadan unzila fihi al -Quran. That in the month of Ramadan, we <laughs> sent down, you know, the Quran. Uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he also says one of the things that people say is it is during this night where all of our, you know, our qadr is being written. You know, our things are being written down. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, فيها يفرق كله أمر حكيم. In Surah Dukhan, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking about Laylatul Qadr, 
He says, this is the night in which everything is being spread out. You know, the, your actions for the next year, this is when they're being sent to the, to, uh, to the angels. So uh, this <laughs> is, you know, what people do. Um, there are uh, uh, different hadith, and I don't think it would, it would do, you know, much good to go into the different hadith on the halfway of, uh, of Sha'ban. But there is, you know, there is something sure. general that we should understand. The first thing is that this is a yeah. blessed night. This is one, one of the blessed nights that we have in a blessed month that we have. And this is a night that is different than any other night, without a doubt, because of the authentic hadith that we have read. But that does not mean that we take, you know, we do things that the Prophet wasallam would not do in in, in you know we, we have to follow the sunnah of the Prophet. He told us this night is special. Just like he has told us that the night of Friday is a special night. Right? Without a doubt, the night of Friday is a special night. But you don't see people doing mm-hmm. you know doing other things in that uh, in that night of Friday night, even though it's special. So it should be the same for this uh, halfway of uh, of Ramadan, uh, halfway of Sha'aban. But now this does not mean that a person cannot fast. Uh, cannot uh, do, you know, the, the the prayer during the night of of the night of Sha'ban, but it means a person that does not pray the nightly prayers outside of the fifteenth of Sha'ban and outside of Ramadan, he should not restrict it to only uh, the fifteenth of Sha'ban. So this, what comes here mm-hmm. is the intention of why you are doing what you are doing. The Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he has, for mm-hmm. example, we cannot pray Qiyamul Layl on Friday. If it is the only day that we pray during the the week, because the Prophet wasallam he said, do not single out the day of Friday for either fasting or for praying during the night. So if a person does not regularly pray during the week, he cannot single out the prayer during the night of Friday. And if he does not fast any other day of the week, he cannot fast the day of Friday. And this is the same with the, you know, the 15th of Sha'ban. If you are not someone that regularly prays during the night, you should not single out this night only to, uh, you know, the day that you pray. But if you are a person that is regularly praying, this is a night you should continue to pray. A night you should continue to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, and give life to it. But even though it is like this, even uh, Imam Ahmed, rahimahullah, he used to, you know, increase the prayer that he would do in, in the halfway point of the month of Sha'ban. Right, he would, uh, you know, th- th- there would be more things that that he would do, but us, you know, if we are mm-hmm. not doing anything, you know, we can't compare ourselves to uh, Imam Ahmed rahimahullah because him, we know for a fact he would pray the other days. So if you and I come and we say mm-hmm. tonight is the fifteenth of Sha'ban, we're going to throw a party. Uh, there's special du'as that we recite on this night. There's special uh, type of prayer that we do on this night. There's special gathering that we have to do. All of these are not from, you know, the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. But we should, you know, this this is a night in which uh, this night and every single night, Allah subhanahu wa taala He descends down, right? We know the authentic hadith that Allah subhanahu wa taala towards the end of the night, uh, every night, Allah subhanahu wa taala He descends down and He says, "Who are those that are seeking forgiveness for me so that I can forgive them?" And this is happening every single day. Hmm. Right, so you should aim to be from those people that every single night you are standing in the time in which the du'as are answered, in which Allah Subhanahu wa Taala will take of all of the needs that you have by you simply being up and worshiping Him, by you know offering the prayer. 
So when it comes to the halfway of uh, of Sha'ban, this is, you know, as far as I know, you know, the, the, the best way to go about it. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best. I really appreciate that. I know this was a little bit of a different approach and I'm happy that we got this information shared out. Um, we can go ahead and wrap this this session up, inshallah, and we'll continue this series on a regular basis because I think there's a lot of details here that often are left out. Um, I'll go back myself. I'll have a chance to listen to this again. You know, others who are mm. listening to this hesitate to let us know, um, you know, what aspect of these programs you guys like, you know, we're going to have more posts on social media. We'll be connected there with you guys. Um, you guys can also reach out to us um, on uh, an email. I don't, I don't even, I didn't even create an email because I don't think that's mm -hmm. where people are going to connect with us on. So if you're likely to this podcast, uh, you're likely uh, connected with us on social media. So reach out to our social media channels. We have uh, Muslim American society on Facebook, uh, Twitter, on Instagram, and Imam Fuad, I believe you have some social media channels for um, for the White Center. Yeah, so and for we have you know, a, Facebook well, right? channel, uh, a Facebook channel, Facebook page for our masjid, uh, the Muslim American Society of White Center. You should be able to find it. And then, inshallah, if you want, you can follow me on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I do give you know some reminders on there. Uh, yes, don't add me. Just click the follow button, and then you know you you will get access to everything there. Um, I've been getting, you know, a whole bunch of uh, uh, friend requests that is it's too much to accept, you know. So just click the follow button on Facebook and follow me on Twitter and right. Instagram. Uh, inshallah, I'll leave it when you come when you go to the Muslim American Society of White Center. We'll have links to uh, my personal page and uh, other accounts that you can follow. Inshallah. Perfect. Uh, that's perfect. I think that's the, the best way that people can reach out to you directly as well. I think you guys have some great content. I've seen this uh, post before. You have a lot of excellent content. You have classes that you teach regularly that people can also uh, learn more about. So excellent. Uh, we'll even post those in the description for this particular um, section oh, as well as future perfect. ones. I'll send, I'll, send my, uh, I'll send my uh, again. You know, Twitter handle and, and stuff like that so you can put it in the description, inshallah. Beautiful, beautiful. Zakallah khair again. Don't hesitate to reach out. Let us know uh, how we can continue making this uh, uh, a better program. Imam Fuad, inshallah, we can close inshallah. out with dua. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to fast during the month of Sha'ban. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept our fasting in this month. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to get closer to him in this month. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put barakah in our actions. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to reach the month of Ramadan. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to reach the month of Ramadan in good health and in good iman. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us from this virus. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect the Muslims from this virus. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to return to the, his house. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala invite us back to his house. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept our deeds. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive us for our shortcomings. Wa sallallahu wa sallam ala sallam Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.